0: Good afternoon, I'm Jordan Peoples and Marvel sucks, and here's the theme.
1: haven't done that in a while we've never Uh, done
0: it in between our two little intros oh
1: i'd never thought of it that way i feel almost dirty saying mine since the theme is already played yeah but people do need to know that marvel doesn't suck as i mentioned previously in the theme that has just been established right um i can't believe that theme has gone double platinum since we recorded it in 2017 (laughs) it's
0: such a short song to be a radio hit i
1: know and it was just such a dumb thing and uh i remember recording it and my no at the end was just like improvised yeah like that was not expected and here double platinum radio hit
0: i get letters daily that's like that song saved my life and I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> i get letters
1: <laughs> i know i get letters daily um that are residual checks oh yeah or royalties it's those for those daily
0: residuals it's yeah. like why do they do it that way that's so much paper like, just do it like so a couple much times much a year or something i don't and know
1: <laughs> they're just writing me checks that's wasting even more paper instead yeah, just, of just mailing or direct deposit the, it just direct deposit <laughs> it come on guys come I, on ass cap and bmi
0: yeah no sweat just give it you know just give it to us directly Stop doing the daily checks. That's just way too much. That's
1: so wasteful. And, I mean, it's Marvel's fault because they keep using the same exact theme without the clever words spliced in. Yeah. And it's
0: it's hard to believe that Marvel hasn't come after us for that.
1: No. I mean, parody law, they can't. It's uh, (laughs) just as Nathan Fielder taught us with dumb
0: Starbucks.
1: (laughs) Truly a wizard of our time. Speaking of wizards, uh, Doctor Strange is not in this particular show but he was mentioned in episode two that's right we're back to talk about the falcon and the winter soldier episodes two through four and uh jordan i gotta tell you i am enamored with this show i believe it (laughs) i don't know how to compare it to wandavision because i haven't seen all of it yet but so far, and we'll we'll get into the weeds. Oh, these listeners, they want to hear us get into the weeds and talk shop, and we're almost there. We're almost at the point where we do that. Uh, but I, I have so much to say about the show. I'm so excited to talk. Uh, but first and foremost, I uh, listened to Ghost uh, a couple weeks ago.
0: Oh, what'd you think?
1: Uh, Mariana Cross is a banger. Certifiable. Nice. Okay, you I was hoping. You were correct.
0: It's funny. I have, like, I don't know, it was earlier this week sometime... I was listening, or I was thinking about Ghost for some reason. I think I saw them mentioned on Reddit. I was like, oh, ooh, what did Cade think of that? Hopefully he liked it. I'll be destroyed. <laughs> utterly destroyed if he didn't enjoy it.
1: Oh, well, good enough, or fortunately for you, yeah. I truly enjoyed it. Uh, Mariana Cross is very catchy. I Just the other songs from that other album you recommended have yeah. come up, and uh, they've been fine, but none of them have been as certifiably enjoyable as mariana cross i
0: think the most um accessible one from the rest of that batch is he is i don't know if you've had that one come up
1: i don't know and that's the other thing with just the way i listen to music i put this all on a spotify like playlist and then it will come up on a shuffle and then i will like eventually after i've heard it a few times i'll be like i do like this song i like that this keeps coming up what is this called and then i'll look up the title but before then i cannot be bothered to know any names
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, but yeah, there's there's I actually re-listened to it after I recommended that one because I was like mm-hmm. I, I I was going through all the songs in my head, um, being mm-hmm. like, was this a good choice or should I recommended the earlier album or whatever?
1: Uh-huh. Um, oh, so you're really getting in your own head about this about the recommendation <laughs> of Ghost?
0: Well, this one I would say there's a lot of bands where they have the album that I like as a whole the most. And then other albums where they have the best songs of the band, and those yeah. sometimes those line up, but a lot of times they don't. Like for instance, the Beatles example of this I feel like is Magical Mystery we Tour.
1: We love our Beatles. They're not examples. magical.
0: Is that what I'm thinking of? Uh, Which one has before, I am the Walrus? That's Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah, so that one has like a bunch of great songs, but I think as an album is weaker than most I, of the others in that era of the Beatles because it just really I, wasn't an album.
1: I for the longest time that was my favorite Beatles album right. and i will defend that's also just kind of you can argue rubber soul and revolver like definitely departures from their early pop music um but magical mystery tour was the first time i heard something like i am the waris like hearing that song for the first time as a 12 year old or whatever i was like this is so fucking cool
0: it really is cuz it's so it, heavy but also it It manages to be melodically interesting at the same time like a lot of songs get lost in just being heavy sure Uh, but this is this is uh, it's it's somewhere in between like metal and punk
1: it's the perfect song uh and then they did for like the american release of that album because the original album is you're correct not it's like five or six songs and two of them are flying and blue jay way which are Two of my least favorite Beatles songs. if I like not. Blue
0: Jay Way. Flying is kind of just nothing. Like it, it's, <laughs> I don't have strong negative feelings about it. But like it, it's even because it's an instrumental, right? I don't think there's any. Word. Yeah, yeah. It's an instrumental. So, and like, I think bands have done instrumentals on albums that are good. Like Pet Sounds has two instrumentals on it, and I think both of them are quite memorable. Hmm. Uh,
1: I'm not an instrumental guy, so Flying was a real. Oh, just describing my like when i was in my peak beatles i love how this turns into a beatles podcast every time yeah no. <laughs> uh, when i was in my peak beatles fascination i went to borders books my dad or i bought the album or my dad bought it for me i probably didn't have money so i would assume my father would have bought it mm. uh but it was like all of the albums at borders do you remember were like ridiculously up up charged or uh super overpriced like it was like $18 for a CD, minimum.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't remember buying much at Borders. Like um, My mom had the entire Beatles. Uh, sure. I don't know. Whenever it first came out on CD, they did like a whole collection or whatever. So that, that was what uh, I listened to growing up.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was not... My father had them all on record, but I had a CD player. So I was forced to buy all the CDs. And I was like, $18? This is expensive but i knew that it would be worth it deep down and that's probably one of the cds like i just oh my god like so you you sit in your car you're listening to that cd magical mystery tour kicks off and immediately you're like oh my god like i am here for the party this is such a good intro track yeah and then fool on the hill was for a long time my favorite beatles song like i i don't know why i don't think it holds up in my eyes as one of the best now
0: I really or like it, but yeah, it is a song that I really like rather than love.
1: Uh, and then you get Flying, and I'm just like, whoa, we, we, we were all momentum, and we just kind of stopped for no reason. Yeah, Flying uh, is
0: a weird choice to have made it on to a thing. And I don't know anything about the history of Flying. Like, where did it come from? How did it actually make it onto the album?
1: I do know that it is the only song that is equally co-written by all four of them. Like, they all had equal input into that song. Mm. I had a book that described all of all of this information that would detail how it came to be, but I probably read it at a time and forgot. Um, but then you get... Uh, it just,
0: it's, it's the most fillery filler that the Beatles ever put on anything. I, and
1: it's track three also. Like, that's usually when you get your banger in the album.
0: Yeah, that is one of the stronger slots.
1: And they totally... We're not having it. Uh so and then Blue Jay Way is immediately after it. Who ordered this C D? This is chaos.
0: Yeah, and then you end up in an amazing part where you get like uh I mean so I, then Yeah, I
1: am yeah. looking at the track listing now. Uh then your mother should know and I'm like, This yeah. is very cool I and interesting. Yeah, it's great, it's it's unique, it's fun, it's catchy. Then you get I am the Waris, which is arguably the Oof. peak of the entire C D yeah. So Your Mother you Should Know is kind of like a preface into like, oh, we're getting back to the good stuff. We're, we, we took a brief detour, but we're back in it, and we're going to be better than ever. And, and um, that's
0: like a song that John wrote because he was grumpy that people were analyzing his lyrics. And he's like, uh-huh. deal with this. <laughs> um, and I think Grumpy John is a uh, primo songwriter. Because like, it's also like the How Do You Sleep at Night, also a great song. When the, John, uh, the the one on Imagine? No, the yeah, uh, is it Imagine? I thought it was on Plastic Ono Band, but I don't remember. I'm not a huge
1: solo beat. The one about the I'm pretty sure it's Imagine. The okay. one about Paul? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Imagine. Um, or maybe it is on Plastic Ono because there's another one he disses Paul on Imagine. Boy, they had a they had a rivalry. <laughs> they were grumpy after, at, at each end. other for two. They people were really grumpy. They
0: were wildly successful, like beyond yeah. they could what they could ever have imagined you think that would have brought them joy
1: <laughs> but well i mean i get it mo like,
0: money mo problems
1: <laughs> mo money mo problems well also just they were both of them do you which do you think both of them like i this had to be the case but at the end of the beatles career they both had to have thought i'm way better than this guy he's holding me back right
0: <laughs> yeah well they, they're probably yeah they're like this was all me this, these guys yeah, were riding yeah. on my coattails, and they're yeah, lucky yeah. that I was here to bring them <laughs> into fame,
1: which is insane because it's cert like the certifiable formula for the past like ten years of that career was Lennon McCartney. Like that, you got to have both. Yeah, that it's like, uh, oh god, it's like Tony Stark and Captain America. You got to have them both.
0: And it's funny too because the Ram, when it came out, was actually like critically kind of panned oh really Whereas, i didn't know that uh john lennon stuff was all you know huge accolades and stuff he and did of course, have a couple
1: duds harrison i mean
0: harrison also just like i think harrison came out the cleanest because he seemed the least involved in the feud and yeah. then i think the public just kind of took lennon's side because i don't think ram is a bad album i don't think it's like the best album but i like uh uh uncle well, albert re- and some of those tracks are great
1: he did Wings, though, right? So well, he, that's when he it didn't.
0: brought him back around. That first Wings album is when everyone's like, "Okay, Paul McCartney's cool again."
1: Oh, okay. Well, because at some point he did. He went after Wings. He did McCartney. Yeah, that album, and that's got maybe I'm amazed, and I assume that that whole album is great, because that's such a good song.
0: <laughs> Even if it isn't, if your album has that song on it, I think you're good.
1: <laughs> you're doing pretty well for yourself. Yeah, the
0: rest of it could be like. Uh, I don't know, just like fart noises and stuff. But it's like, maybe I'm amazed. It's like, that's a pretty that's a pretty good album. <laughs> I'd spin that.
1: Um, well, now I I want to take a brief segue from Magical Mystery Tour, breaking that down, to see what's on uh wait, wait, what else one. was
0: on Magical Mystery Tour? Because doesn't it have Penny Lane and... Uh, yeah, Like, It so, has so, a lot of singles on it.
1: So it's just a movie soundtrack, those six songs that I just mentioned, and then... To make it a full album to sell in America and possibly England, Uh, they just added the 1967 singles. Right. Hello, Goodbye, Strawberry Fields Forever, Penny Lane, Baby, You're a Rich Man, and All You Need Is Love. Which are all
0: pretty (laughs) fantastic songs. Yeah. The worst is Baby, I'm a Rich Man, and that song's great.
1: (laughs) I honestly was not crazy about that until uh, it was played at the end of The Social Network. I was like, (laughs) I I know, that's so odd that that was my... I love the Beatles, and that was my, like, this is a good kind of song. Um, okay, looking at the McCartney one album listing, uh, Maybe I'm Amazed is the second-to-last song on the album. Mm. Isn't that wild? Uh, See, that's and the then... kind of
0: thing that if you're Paul McCartney you can do, though, because you trust that everyone's <laughs> going to listen to the whole thing once. I feel like yeah. you definitely have to front-load more if you're an unknown artist, because you got to be like, here's all the good stuff. Like, don't yeah. Please don't leave the album.
1: <laughs> Do you think that he knew that one would be a uh, like a, a masterpiece?
0: Mm, even if he didn't, like at that point, I mean, you are still Paul McCartney. Even if you've had some, yeah, because uh, there shots aren't really at
1: you. There is a radio hit every night that I don't think is that good of a song, but it's on like the Wings' greatest hits or whatever. Mm. Um. And then there's "Junk," which was an unreleased Beatles song that I think is a very lovely acoustic, under two minute song. Um, that's on like the White Album, uh, Greatest or the the. I bought like a two hundred dollar White Album with all of the demos on it. Yeah, it's like yeah, six yeah. discs. Um, fantastic, because that is my favorite album. And, uh, but just this Magical Mystery Tour to album is just such a. I mean, start to finish. And flying in blue jay way are just such outliers, and they're back to back, toward the beginning of the album. Yeah, it's so strange. Yeah, it, and then it's
0: it's because really, if you just take them off, then you go, then you go magical mystery tour, uh, fool on the hill, your mother should know, I am the walrus, which is like, I mean, I guess the album ends up short, but that seems uh, yeah, better than then just, it's
1: just nine songs. Yeah. I mean. I do you remember I sent you a resequenced track when we were in college yeah. or a resequenced album? I wonder if I can find that. Um, I think,
0: and I, I, I think, didn't I also have one? I think I had you, my own little order, but I don't. Um, you
1: disagreed with the one I sent. You just changed it around, right?
0: Well, I mean, that's right. all. Any track listing changes. is <laughs> <laughs> She's just changing it around. But um, uh, I think they should have just gotten the Beatles in the studio to noodle for five minutes and then add that to the end of it surely yeah it, it, oh for sure i mean that's kind of what flying is but like if they were singing it would be better
1: yeah <laughs> just jam um, this i i flying is too heavy in the album that should just be a weird that cut one of them because i don't like that or blue jay way and then put the other one as like the second to last weird out there song and then bring it back home yeah with a day in the life and off I, I like pepper
0: i do like blue jay way i'm completely ambivalent about flying like i have i would never defend flying but blue (laughs) jay way there's things about it i enjoy
1: i think that song is so strange and just not really that fun
0: it's kind of spooky that's what i like about it
1: yeah i guess um i don't know i'm it's not for me
0: All right. Are we Um, gonna what? What else do we need to? What (laughs) other background do we need to hit before we start talking? Because we got a lot Uh, of episodes to cover. So I just want to make sure we leave room.
1: We do. We love to talk to each other, though. We haven't seen each other in three weeks, and then uh, uh, because this is like theoretically the climax of the series, according to how we scheduled our episode release.
0: Not necessarily climax, I guess, but it's we didn't want to do it so early that we weren't in the meat of it, and I think that's yeah. we're definitely in the thick of it right now, but I do yeah. think the climax is probably end of next episode, and then episode six is mostly resolution.
1: Yeah, it is shorter, so it's a shorter series. Yeah, um, it would have just been I, weird
0: to do two and three together because then we'd, we we would have had one episode, two episodes grouped, and then three episodes grouped, and surely four, five, and six are going to be the most discussion worthy. So that, yeah. that's why I think two, three, four was the way to hash it out if we're just not going to do every episode which is just not agree. feasible
1: <laughs> Well, i mean uh yes that makes sense you're a busy you're a busy man with your law school i could talk about marvel and segue into a beatles t- tangent every day
0: of the week i could talk about it it's the all the other podcast stuff that has to happen which admittedly do have is not too much editing and stuff but there is other <laughs> stuff that goes into it on the back well, end
1: the the scheduling uh, okay so well there's there's a couple Marvel mailbag stuff we can do yeah um we I don't think we I think this was news last time we recorded but we didn't talk about it Black Widow got delayed again did it uh July 9th. but they have confirmed that it is releasing on Disney Plus that day so I'm pretty sure this one's the real deal
0: wow Disney um, Plus I guess that's probably how I'm gonna watch it I don't know I I have my first round of vaccine now okay um, oh
1: so you're you're i'm i'm done i'm yeah, I'm two, ready for the world i'm I'm two for two I've been uh vaccinated for about two months and uh feeling ready to get sweaty in mosh pits again.
0: did you get the second one so when you got the second one did you get sick at all
1: i did i um took a whole bunch of like uh Zycam, which is like the zinc medic medicine over uh, the stuff that makes colds go by faster mm. um i bought a whole bunch of gatorade like i heard people say that this was like the worst sickness they had ever had for 24 hours really and yeah and i was terrified by that i had it's probably like 80 percent of people i talked to got sick and it was miserable and then 20 percent were like oh yeah i didn't feel anything unfazed
0: yeah and was that which, the it was your first one you did you not get sick at all
1: i just had a really sore arm right but yeah yeah okay uh, yeah because I,
0: I had like some slight soreness on my arm but like like nothing terrible um i might have
1: had like a cough or something mm-hmm. like but it did not last very long mm-hmm. and like a sniffle but it also just could have been like winter time cold or whatever it, it was very brief and but the second one i was noticeably sick uh but i was taking this Zicam and drinking a whole bunch of fluids and eating soup and it, i just basically laid around all day and was fine mm-hmm. um, the next day it just yeah i was just very tired and like i was off work i could not have done a full day of work for Interesting. sure um but uh i yeah i'm curious uh that can be uh we check in uh on our next step in two weeks see yep. how you handle no
0: it. no it'll be friday two weeks from now is when i get my second dose so it'll be that day so i, I won't have reacted no to it yet
1: oh n- really yeah when are you going to have time to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier, let alone talk about it? <laughs> well, wow, so we're going to get live a live window into how you're reacting to it as it happens.
0: Yeah, no, because I would have gotten it at like 10 a.m. that day. and We'll record probably about this time, which is yeah, 3 p.m. for those who are not here live.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did not feel anything for six hours, and then I started to feel like... Oh, something is coming. I also slept really terribly. Um and I had like night sweats and a fever. Mm-hmm. Uh but then the next day again I just slept in, drank water. Overall, not that bad. Compared to my friends were like, it was I saw hell <laughs> for like a, a brief day. Yeah. And, <laughs> and little Nas like, X was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh uh, Agatha all along. She was uh, talking to um, what's his face? Martin Mephisto. Mm-hmm. Oh, something fell in this room and I don't know what it was. It's probably just a oh. ghost being mischievous. Oh, those ghosts. Yeah. They heard me talk about hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Black Widow got delayed uh, which will make it slightly over two years almost to the day because uh, Spider-Man was July 2nd um that we will have seen a marvel movie um and it's gonna be summer it's good i'm gonna see it in theaters uh just because i need i i really want to <laughs> yeah now i mean once i'm
0: double vaccinated i don't see why not
1: yeah plus i've yeah been going to the theater like the past couple weeks and it's been opening up like people are starting to go we me and my i i, I mean a friend went to the lord of the rings 20th anniversary um they're showing all three wow. not back to back they're showing them a week apart and then stephen colbert is interviewing all of the celebrities from the movie um but each movie gets a different group of celebrities interesting um so we had uh aragorn legolas galadriel and uh live tyler's character the princess yeah who marries aragorn um but it was cool to hear their side of things also at the alamo draft house the speaker system like i could feel the catapults like launch against <laughs> my chest it was incredible
0: yeah no that uh, is actually pretty cool i because i don't i didn't see any of them in theaters because you know i was mm-hmm. eight nine and ten when they came out
1: friend of the show alex uh who has been on multiple times uh i remember in grade school him and his his parents would take him to see them opening night yeah we were like in second third and fourth grade and i i was just like this is a wild thursday night man like yeah well (laughs) his parents. i'm going
0: going to bed at eight his parents are cool in that they're nerds
1: (laughs) yeah that is so and they had like a lord of the rings pinball machine they were the coolest people to a child yeah that was me at the time (laughs) like i was like and my dad's, like, watching war documentaries. I'm like, oh, Boo! God. Boo.
0: <laughs> Fake wars, <laughs> not real wars. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, that guy. Um, Yeah, so... Uh, I have been... Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna see it in theaters. Maybe... I, I, hey, it's two months from now. If the stars align, maybe we meet halfway between Atlanta and Charlottesville and we go <laughs> see this in some theater in North Carolina together. Yeah. Uh, um we we'll stop that's in uh
0: Greensboro. You
1: think, think that's halfway?
0: I don't know. Why? You think it's closer to you?
1: I uh, yeah. But I I've never really driven past Greensboro, I just which is four hours from me.
0: Yeah, no, that's about halfway. Greensboro just okay. always bugs me because the way the traffic pattern is in Greensboro is irritating. So I it's just a big landmark in my head of doing <laughs> that drive is like crap. I gotta go through Greensboro now. It's gonna do all this weird stuff and everyone drives crazy.
1: We, we could make a weekend of it and rent a nice Airbnb and, and just talk about <laughs> <laughs> and just talk about Marvel for three days yeah. uh, and also Loki will be coming out at that time like episode four of Loki and Black Widow will launch on the same day wow which is gonna be wild for Disney plus yeah um which would you watch first
0: a, if they came out and you had to be on Disney plus which one would you watch well,
1: first fortunately Black Widow will be in theaters Thursday night
0: let' uh, say they came tradition. out on the same day which one would you prioritize the show that you'd been three episodes into i
1: i mean i would watch them back to back for like, sure no no question uh yeah that's a tough one uh i guess black widow just because i've been waiting for it for yeah. so long OG Avenger. yeah i i mean i feel like that's gonna be like episode four of loki so we're gonna be in the thick of it like we are here yeah and I will be interested to see what's going on in that world, but at the same time, it's been—I've been waiting for Black Widow for two years.
0: All right, here let's get um, into Falcon and Winter Soldier because we do have a lot to cover with it.
1: Okay, okay, but first, uh, I had one more Marvel. Oh, you watched the new Loki trailer? I texted uh, you about it because it came out this week.
0: Yes, I think I watched most of it. You how, why wouldn't you finish it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I... it's two minutes. <laughs> I think I was just kind of like half paying attention. I can't remember what else I was doing, but I was doing something else like cooking and I had it on, I don't know. (laughs) There was some reason I was a little bit distracted from when I was watching it, but I just remember Owen Wilson and being like, oh yeah, he's going to be in it. That's great.
1: (laughs) I am am very curious just with the timeline. It
0: it also reminds me of both uh, The Good Place where there's the neutral, Uh like the... The not good place, not bad place people. It reminds me of them, and it reminds me of the time people from Rick and Morty. It's like a combination of those two things.
1: One of the Rick and Morty, either, I think it's the head writer or something, he's he's like the showrunner for the Loki show.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: A big connection, I don't remember specifically who, but he has a big connection to Rick and Morty, and he is running the Loki show. Either the writing or the whole show, but... I think that's perfectly cast or perfectly uh, assigned
0: yeah. job. Now, it, it's got um, a very interesting vibe to it. Just like that bland bureaucracy of time management is an yeah. interesting way to have, have framed it. And I think it's and Lo- good. I, I'm, I'll am i be curious to see how that goes. Loki's
1: such a wild card. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's just going to kind of intervene with all of these different Marvel properties. And I can't wait. Um. So, and also so black widow is coming out july 9th and then they have not announced uh shang chi is scheduled to come out in september and eternals in november but they have not announced that disney plus like they'll release those simultaneously so i'm betting that they're holding out to see black widow's numbers before they decide whether or not right. they're releasing those yeah. on track although godzilla versus kong did break the previous uh
0: i watched COVID that did you watch that
1: record I did. you want to talk about that?
0: Yeah, just briefly. There's not... I don't know if there's too much to <laughs> say so about it. There's so much to talk about. It, it
1: Mecha Godzilla! Yeah.
0: Everything that wasn't <laughs> monsters fighting, I was like, go, oh, go, yeah. go, go. Get off yeah. my screen. Get this out of here. <laughs> and then if they're fighting, I'm like, finally, thank you. But, like, what was Millie Bobby Brown's character doing? Like, I don't... I like there was some weird like there's a podcast guy there who's a conspiracy theorist. But I was like, what is the point of these characters except for that they were in some prequel that I did not see? Oh, you didn't watch any of the prequels? I, I've or seen I've watched... seen Skull Island. Okay. And I've seen that's Godzilla important. 2014, but there was another Godzilla in there that I there did was. not see, and Lord that's the of one the she's monsters. From. Yeah. Correct. I watched
1: that to get ready for this because it's also on HBO. Oh. Or it's King of the Monsters. Yeah. Godzilla King of the Monsters. Okay. Yeah, um it's not very good. This is better just because King Kong's in it. Yeah, uh it's like I I I totally agree. Anytime people were on the screen, I hated it, and it was dumb. And well, and the I, Hollow
0: Earth stuff, like, and that's been a running thing in these movies. They yeah. keep mentioning the Hollow Earth, but it's I don't <laughs> know. Like, I just don't get why it has to be. Like, it seems like they're just doing more work than they need to. Like, they're over explaining. When it seems like less uh-huh. explaining would be good, because we're all here for yeah. the monsters to fight, and, uh, and, and and like in the first Godzilla, this is I was sawing someone else reviewing it, and they were showing clips from it. They did a mm-hmm. lot of camera work that was like ground level and low, yes. and you felt the yep. scale of the monsters. And this didn't Gareth do, Edwards. Yeah, keep us grounded, and like so everyone else is just these humans who are witnessing this thing that's big and scary. And then you yeah. let the big, scary fight happen, and then you can get those wide shots or whatever if you just want to see some action for a second. But the human yeah. element should stay small. But it yes. d- didn't.
1: No, I agree with that. That's why I think Cloverfield is arguably the best monster movie ever made.
0: I do like Cloverfield. I don't think Cloverfield is the best monster movie ever made. I know <laughs> It's it, To me, it it's... It might be. It's, and I know this is like the... Uh, caveat of the film is that it's very handheld shaky cam or whatever yeah but i just as a viewer find that like slightly nauseating um, oh, come on. No, no, no. How
1: nauseated do you think TJ Miller was running around <laughs> with that camera for days, running from a monster? I
0: don't mean like I'm nauseated by the idea of it. I mean like it physically makes me ill watching it. Like I start to get nauseous because the camera. You're like a room.
1: roller coaster professional enthusiast.
0: Right. And the difference is that a roller coaster, I'm moving in space. Like I don't mind being whipped through space as long as I'm actually moving through space. But when my eyes are seeing something move and I'm not feeling movement, that's when i get like sick I, this used to happen to me with the uh, first person shooters too i had trouble playing uh. them, but then i was just like i powered through it in the way that only like a nine-year-old can like if i was trying to yeah. power through it now there's no way i would but like as a nine-year-old i would just play until i got so sick that i couldn't play anymore and i just that slowly that time extended to where i got over it
1: <laughs> are you talking about like motion sickness yeah. like you you feel like vomit like, i would never
0: actually vomit but it would be like a very similar sensation yeah really yeah interesting and so cloverfield can you read in the car that. yeah i actually can read in the car but i couldn't as a kid make no sense i couldn't as a you... kid but after i did the first person shooter training <laughs> i kind of got over it except for when it's really whippy, fast back and forth which cloverfield is Though i still have watched cloverfield
1: just once yeah oh it's it's worth a rewatch. i must say mm did you watch uh john goodman cloverfield no we i know we made we (laughs) made a fake trailer for it in 2016 which may or may not still be on the internet it's pretty hilarious
0: i'm sure i have it but i don't think the internet has it
1: there's also what happened to our uh uh the world is your oyster what's you gonna stew (laughs) about it our jmu college tour
0: I know these videos have gone offline mysteriously. Why did you take it? that one? <laughs> that one had potential to go
1: viral. Why did you take that one? Uh well, it might resurface one day. Oh my God, that one had like—I know this isn't a big number for PewDiePie and whoever the devil's out there—but we had a thousand views on that bad
2: boy. <laughs> yeah, and it
1: was like the top of JMU Reddit for a day. <laughs> yeah, it's like the most liked video.
0: No, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was good stuff.
1: I can't believe you took that down. That's a little irresponsible.
0: It'll it'll be back, I think. <laughs> oh. Just not for a When, time. though? But when? When I can look back and it's like a funny part of my childhood.
1: Oh, my God. It's funny now. <laughs> that was five years ago. We were children.
0: Exactly. When I'm like 32, I'll repost it. Because then it'll be like, oh, I was such an idiot back then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you ashamed of that one? I think it's great.
0: I think it's funny. But it's also okay.
1: very silly. Oh, I don't see. Have you listened to the eighty-five episodes of this podcast we've done?
0: Yeah, <laughs> but these are longer. Uh, okay, <laughs> that,
1: that's a distinction like... that
0: doesn't matter. But I'm just drawing one. If I'm if I'm going to draw an arbitrary <laughs> line of why I've left one thing up and not the other, that's why.
1: Oh uh, yeah, this podcast better be immortal. If you take this down, like ten years after Marvel ends, when we're a hundred and twenty, yeah. Uh, I will be visibly upset from beyond the grave. No, we can bury
0: this one in a time capsule to make sure the future gets it. We can burn it okay. onto uh, some floppy disks. Okay,
1: good. Just technology that will resurface in the near future yeah. or
0: late future. I assume there will be like an apocalypse and then all the anyone can use this. All the data disks. will go back to floppy disks. Yeah. yeah. That's the only rational way to store things. Yeah, and I think probably each episode will take like fifty floppy disks. They had very low storage <laughs> capacity, so it'll be it'll be quite an endeavor.
1: Yeah, that's thousands of floppy disks
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by the time we're done with this thing. Yeah. Uh
1: so overall thoughts of Kong versus Godzilla. Uh
0: yeah, the human stuff was bad and overdone. They could have done would less and it would have been better.
1: Would you watch? A... Also, where where do they go with this franchise now that all? I thought Mechagodzilla was where they were going to go after this, but they they blew their load and put him in here.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll so... fight the sun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that would be. Uh, there's a really great tweet. Uh, I saved it. I sent it to a friend. Let me pull this up real quick. Um, it's a picture of Godzilla, and. It says you know who can stop Godzilla Family and then it's the Fast and Furious Cast right next to it
0: So that, that's the thats the sequel you want How
1: incredible would that be I don't Two see why franchises. not no, it's, It totally
0: would work yeah.
1: I don't really care about I of those franchises on their own But I would love to see that fight Yeah cause you know there's a part would... where
0: like Vin Diesel's Driving down the back of Godzilla And he gets <laughs> yeah. to the tail and the tail like flicks him And he goes like on a super ramp <laughs> And then Godzilla like turns around, and tries to like blast him with his with his fire, but then the rock like uses his car. Drives, to... a,
1: drives a fireproof, like armored car. Yeah, like, to or block it's like it. It. it's
0: like a truck, like Optimus Prime kind of truck. Yeah. It might <laughs> even be Optimus Prime. <laughs>
1: oh and, shit. Then we get the Transformers in yeah. here.
0: <laughs> and you don't know till that scene. And then as oh, as the shit. Rock is flying by, he gets spit out and it turns into Optimus Prime.
1: Honestly, this needs to happen there there's no reason that also to compete with marvel yeah you're you're screwed if you think you can compete with marvel with just like another these monster movies aren't this one i mean broke a box office record uh because covid has (laughs) surrendered theaters kind of useless uh or rendered uh as, as opposed to surrendered uh but i think that the only way to compete with marvel's Marvel made a two and a half billion dollar movie. Just one of them, and then they have twenty two other movies. Yeah, like it, it's insane. And Godzilla, King of the Monsters, or whatever, all those movies together probably have over a billion. Slightly.
0: Yeah. Now they're one billion. They aren't great, but they're so they're not why? Terrible. They're
1: if you're not Fast and Furious or Harry Potter or Transformers, and you're like. We have franchises that are that don't have legs on their own, but start
0: mashing them together. Some, also Start Pacific mashing Rim. them together. Pacific Rim and Godzilla could go together really well. They
1: originally were going to make that movie and then Pacific Rim two didn't do well financially, so they scrapped that idea. Mm. Even though I think that's a great revival for Pacific Rim. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I I was kind of done with
0: that franchise as well.
1: Yeah. The, now I saw that because the that was during was, the no, movie pass era. Oh, yeah. I think
0: we did an episode on it. Yeah, it It wasn't good. I'm I'm sure that's what our thoughts were
1: at the time. (laughs) Yeah, we can go back and re-listen to that
0: app at some point. And then maybe do a commentary app on that ep. All right, now we gotta do the Falcon Winter Soldier.
1: Okay, I suppose Jordan always trying to get me to talk about Marvel. I've not thought
0: about episode two since I saw it. What happened in that one?
1: Okay, I was just pulling up the synopses.
0: Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to need refreshers on these. I, I okay. know the, very, the fourth episode very well.
1: <laughs> well. Did you watch it early when you woke up or just, just right now. before this just call? Just now. Just now. Okay, so it's fresh. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, do you want me to give my review first? Yeah.
0: So your okay. review of uh, two through four.
1: Yes, and earlier on, or during the first episode, I gave this a two out of two because I didn't want to sell myself short if it ended up becoming a perfect series. Yeah. Uh, and I stand by that because so far I'm loving what I'm seeing. And if they have a really stellar, if they stick the landing really well, I'm all about it. What did I get um, the first one? A One and a half. One and a half. Okay. So I'm giving this two out of two Avengers. Um, these past three episodes have gotten better with each one. Whereas WandaVision, it felt like there were ups and downs, and there were episodes that were better than others. This has been a consistent uphill, like every episode is building, and I love it. I love it. Uh, So, My Avengers at the table. I'll put Spider-Man there, because I don't think he has been referenced. Um, Also, I was thinking about this the other day. Is there a Marvel movie... That, isn't, that Spider-Man isn't in that references Spider-Man? because I'm i curious, because I don't think Sony movies can mention other Avengers yeah. just the same as I would think that other Avengers movies can't mention Spider-Man unless he is contracted to be in their movie.
0: Yeah, I don't think so, but that also kind of tracks with the fact that he's been underground until very recently, which you think would be newsworthy to everyone, but that really hasn't <laughs> broken in the MCU past that one moment at the end of far from home. Yeah. Like no, um, no, no other property is dealt with that in any way. That's and true. that's the, that's I'm, the first time they would have been able to talk about Spider-Man because otherwise they wouldn't yeah. have really known about him. I mean, Falcon knows about him because of civil war, but yeah.
1: And Ant-Man, everyone in civil war knows about him. Yeah. All these people I feel like would want to talk about this kid.
0: Uh, I, I was just thinking like he wouldn't be newsworthy because he's keeping it pretty underground. So he's not, like, actively oh. doing stuff that is worthy oh, okay. of mentioning. Because as far as they know, he's just hanging out in New York, keeping it low-key, <laughs> going to high school. He's a
1: friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Right. Well, the adults are working. Uh, that's possible. Um, well, let me know if you do think of one where he is in that. Or mentioned. Yeah, so wait, and who and are you two Spider-Man the Marvel movie. Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, because I'm hyped for the new Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Um, and, okay, so... How does two begin? Episode two starts with the introduction of the new Captain America. Right. Which his girlfriend or whoever, wife or whatever,
0: is talking to him in the locker room, and he's like, I can't do this. Yeah, this is where they're humanizing him, because we see him at the end of the episode as a gut punch, but now they're like, well, we have to deal with this character as a character.
1: And all throughout episode two... I was kind of, I mean, I knew that the show would make me dislike this guy, but the internet immediately was like, fuck this guy. And I was like, he seems like he's yeah. doing his job, like he's totally fine, like he's, he doesn't necessarily, I mean, he took the role, but he's kind of dealing with, like, inadequacy and feeling like he won't be able to fill the shoes, mm-hmm. like, I think they did a good job humanizing him. And I did not hate him throughout all of episode two. I thought he was a very, like, kind of relatable yeah. hero. Yeah,
0: I mean, i I didn't... Yeah, I think the thing that I relate to about the people that hated him is that you almost can't like him because he's filling in he's he's trying to replace a character that no one wants to be replaced. Um mm. and that's like why Sam gives up the shield or whatever, is because he's like afraid of trying to replace him because he doesn't think he can live up to it. And so the fact that this mm. guy has the gall to think that he might be able to live up to it is a little bit like meh. Um and, and yeah. also there's the kind of inevitable it's like well, you know he's going to be, if not bad, he's going to butt heads with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, there's no way yeah. he becomes Captain America. And then they're like, actually, he's a pretty chill dude. I think we're just like <laughs> the three, three, whatever yeah. again. Three amigos. Let's do <laughs> the it. Three best friends. Wow. It's just like it used to be. Nothing's changed. <laughs> like, imagine if that's how this went.
1: <laughs> that would be a worse show. <laughs> that
0: would. So that so it's like since that's not an option it's like everyone knows this guy's going to have to be a dick. So they're just preemptively kind of hating him for it. Yeah. Because the plot um, direction is so obvious.
1: I also and this is more this episode but they're dealing with uh, and you mentioned this in the, our previous discussion uh when she was talking about or you were talking about how the blip, like, affected real-life, like, situations, and that has spawned a whole community of people who want to go back to that way, and they're willing to murder for mm-hmm. it. Um, this is really doing a good job, like, throughout, there, there's a whole subplot of Captain America didn't do shit for me. Like, all these people idolize him, and he didn't care at all about who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, and that's totally, I thought that you would really enjoy that subplot. Cause that makes this more of a, like less of a blockbuster phase one Marvel movie and more of a, uh, thought provoking, uh, set of episodes.
0: Yeah. I, I've gone, I don't know, back and forth on this, this, the, it's kind of like Thanos where it's like, he is a villain, who has some sort of aspirations but okay. that he can kind of rationalize to himself. But I still don't mm-hmm. think, I don't know. It, it's like it's trying to walk in this gray area. It's like, are they good or are they bad? But at the same time, Marvel doesn't like to play it too unambiguous. They still want you to know that their good guys are good guys. So they, they uh-huh. still end up treating these people who are supposed to be in this murky gray area as more like evil than I don't know. And like the, the, the episode today was the, I think the, the best at kind of bringing in a little bit more of their ethos, but like, I don't know. I, I haven't been too big of a fan of the villains in this. I just, I don't know. For some reason oh they've boy. been, boy, they have not drawn me in.
1: Oh, we are going to butt heads this Cause, episode. Cause they then. also
0: have like, it's like a group of them. Um,
1: are you talking... Okay, are you... I'm... I So I'm also lumping in. I think this is going to be a similar thing to Civil War, where you think the villains are going to be the super soldiers or Zemo, mm-hmm. but it is, in fact, uh, Iron Man and Captain America right. and Winter Soldier are going to fight each other. And I think that's what this is kind of... Those guys are just the foil, because yeah. they have just kind of been like igniting a whole bunch of stuff. And I think today's episode, which we will get yeah. to, uh, that really... Next one's gonna be a doozy, based off what happened. Yeah, um, I, I don't so, know. I
0: just, uh, I would say, I, I mean, I don't want to start giving my review or anything. Yeah, so let, let's keep can, going through two, I guess.
1: Okay, we'll we'll do that, and I'll just keep asking you smaller questions. Yeah. Um, into so that's the one where they're they track down the people with the super soldier serum or stealing the vaccines, uh, and they get they start fighting on the two semi-trucks
0: right okay
1: and then that's where we're introduced uh,
0: to the that there are super soldiers and then that's when captain yes. america comes and like helps them fight the new
1: cap and battle star shows up mm-hmm. uh and that's a pretty good sequence what did you think of the sequence
0: yeah no I th- i think it was you know an okay way to have introduced them and then like you start to get the abrasiveness between captain america and falcon Mm -hmm. um even though
1: again i don't think he's done anything bad like and he's they're like going their own way and they're just running circles around him because they've been doing adventure stuff for years and he just got into it he's kind of just like i don't know like kind of uh he's turning into a pouty kid of like oh i want to be the the boss like i want to be the the he's kind of
0: like Derek weebly in that he's in too deep and just trying to keep the blood in his head (laughs) instead of going under
1: (laughs) What a what an insane reference! <laughs> a mere two weeks after Derek Wibley's birthday, uh, um, I'm sure the fans. How did at home you know it
0: was his birthday? That. That's a pretty wild thing to have seen.
1: This is actually really funny. Um, my so at the boarding school I work at, there's this new version of "In Too Deep" that absolutely sucks. Huh. Um, it's some remix by a rapper. It, it's just. I don't like it because my version of In Too Deep is better. That's the mm-hmm. only reason there is. All of these teenage boys love this song, and it's the same chorus, but it's like more mellow. Uh, there's like a, a drum machine instead of a drummer. There's still a guitar part, but it's not like distortion. It's more again, more mellow. I don't I forget who wrote this song. Huh. Or who, is it like, uh, who like, who like does a soulful version.
0: cover of it? Like it sounds like it's lower tempo. No. It's not low tempo. It,
1: it No, it's the same to, uh, you should really just listen to this song. I'm uh, very. I, I've but, not
0: heard at all about this. so The fact that this exists is very. interesting. Yeah, no,
1: I haven't either. But all these kids love this song, and it's kind of just like an earworm. Once one of them starts uh, talking about a song, it's just.
0: I think I'll be all you more hear. into it than you will. I've actually had a pop resurgence kind of thing recently. I like some of the stuff. You don't going say. On. Uh, like like what? Uh, so. Uh what was that? One, I like The Weeknd. I think he's good. Um
1: okay. Funny that you mentioned that because one of the songs that these boys play, I have heard Blinding Lights yes. in the past 2 months 800 times. Yeah, that, that's no too much.
0: It'll stop being good. I do like that song. I also like Save Your Tears. I also
1: really liked that song before 800 times of listening to it.
0: Um and then uh so then after that I was like, "Well, what what else is going on in pop right now?" And so I listened to some um. of it and uh there was a song by someone 24K Golden uh, called oh, Mood. Yeah. I like that song.
1: Yeah. There's a really good rock version of that oh, yeah. that um th- I I don't know how I found it, but or maybe I heard that song on the radio. I'm like I like this song, but I'd like it better if there was like a metal guitar yeah. in it. So I found like a metal cover of it and it's really good. I do think that's a very catchy song. Yeah,
0: and then um Levitating by Dua Lipa. I also like that song. That's kind of just like a party song. Like, I think that'll be played at weddings for a long time because it's just got, like, that really fun bounce. Um, Bruno Mars had a track that was in uh, charting recently. I can't... Leave the Door Open, um, which was really cool. Um, Yeah, I am... uh, I'm trying to think if there's any uh, other ones. Oh, um, and uh, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. I...
1: I did a cover on my YouTube channel of Driver's oh, License. I love Driver's License. I did. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's really good. Check it really out on good. my YouTube channel. It's so good. It, it, uh, I'm jealous. She was a high school musical alum. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you know that?
0: Uh, I knew that she had had some Disney Channel connection. That is that is it. Oh, yeah.
1: Or I think she maybe she was in The Resurgence, the new show. I don't think she was in the old one because she's far too yeah, young. No,
0: she's like 17.
1: Yeah, she's in the, the new show. Uh, I think that is just... I love I love that song. Uh, I think it's such a weird tangent for the Falcon Winter Soldier <laughs> episode. <laughs> how much we love Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license. Yeah. I think it just encapsulates that teenage love feeling, and it's a really catchy chorus. Mm-hmm. There's only I I don't like the bridge of that. Her, I like the melody of it, but I don't like how it's just like synthy and dancey mm-hmm. and overproduced. There is a a really great uh, cover band called First to Eleven. Mm-hmm where it's kind of like, they're kind of like metal, but just more hard rock. And the lead singer is a, a phenomenal, very talented uh, girl who does all of these covers of classic songs. So their version has like distortion and it's a heavier breakdown during the bridge. I love that. But everything else, I prefer the original version.
0: Yeah. No, but so, I've been uh, pretty yeah. impressed with pop recently. So I'm thinking into deep. I don't know. But it sounds like you this, aren't as anti-pop as you have been historically. Necessarily.
1: I no, uh, I and I again, like we've discussed this, the the decades recycle. So yeah. we're coming up on the '90s, baby, and the '90s is the best time for <laughs> pop music. The '60s, the '90s, and the 2020s. So I do think we will get back into radio music over the next ten years, and then it'll start sucking
0: again. <laughs> well, let's just live and <laughs> let live. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, anyway back to the Derek Wibley connection yes. um, we were explaining me and my coworkers are all we're all the same age and we all grew up with that music and we're just like you're listening to the wrong version this is terrible and they're like no we like our version better and we showed them like the music video where some 41 is skating yeah. around a pool and they're like what is this did this, and this came out before I was born like what is yeah. happening and then I just felt very old. And then uh Yeah, cuz it's like it's like I you guess...
0: showing this or it's like your parents showing you something from like the 70s and being like, "No, this is cool." And you're like, "No, I like Into Deep."
1: Oh, but Into Deep by Sum 41 is cool. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the frustration. Uh but see, I also liked when my parents showed me stuff. Like my dad would show me Brandy by Looking Glass, and I fucking love Brandy by Looking Glass. Yeah. That's the cool. But coolest it wasn't as cool song. as
0: Into Deep was. Like you're like oh that's good but oh, it's not as cool know. as in too deep.
1: No, I I think I immediately liked Brandy. As I think much you chose too
0: good of a song in Brandy. I think you need to choose like <laughs> Ram Jam, Black Betty, or something. <laughs> like that's the equivalent. My, my,
1: my father never showed me that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm. I'm what about Google. like a, a China Grove or something by the Doobie Brothers? I don't know. I'm trying to think of a song that's just like not i mean that song's also pretty good
1: (laughs) i guess my dad would show me um yeah i don't i mean he would show me stuff that i didn't like like tom waits but you don't really show a kid to tom waits and expect he'll be cool my dad would just kind of do like i'm not cool yeah uh this is i like tom waits kind of deal
0: all right well we got to get back to Um, falcon winter soldier I know, I can't...
1: F- Alright, look... Yeah, find out into deep. Look up the artist. I don't... Yeah, I, I don't look it It's up. dumb. The lyrics are... They change the lyrics. It's the same melody. Uh. Anyway, Derek Wibley. I was talking about him <laughs> so much and my phone sent me a push notification or Google said, it's Derek Wibley's birthday today. Yeah. And I told my coworkers they thought that was very appropriate because we were talking about him all weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of uh, honoring him. Uh. Anyway back to captain america being in, in
0: too deep that's what got us into this in
1: too deep we are
0: back uh and so then they they are driving back they he wants to pick them up they go drive with him for a little bit and then they get out of the car because and then they
1: again and again i don't think at this point he's done anything wrong i think he's just trying to like fit in he's trying to play with the big boys he's like guys you guys are better than me you've been doing this a long time but just come on like i'm trying to do my best
0: like he is doing a little bit they're, trying they're to be the leader it, though, which is frustrating for someone who's okay. like he doesn't have the skills yet to do that. Sure.
1: And I get why Bucky would immediately hate him no matter of what, course. just cuz his best friend had that shield. Um also that that one scene where Bucky caught the shield and then he gave it back to yeah. him like mid-fight, that was really good. Like the attention to detail there. I loved that.
0: Yeah, they just uh, and um, I mean the Falcon's also justified in his anchor because he thought he was giving it to the museum and they just like the government could have said if they were trying to cast or trying cast trying to have a new (laughs) captain america they could have let him know that when he was giving it over that's pretty bullshit that they did that without consulting him did you yes for i i get the frustration
1: but at this point i as a viewer do not hate the new captain america i'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt uh did you know that that guy is Kurt Russell's son? Hmm.
0: No, I didn't, but I, I can believe it now that I've you've said it.
1: Yeah. Ego? You think he was one of like the kids that ego birthed, because that
0: is Kurt Russell? I think he would have been a little bit more super, wouldn't he have? That's probably true. No, he was he's like very much he was, when it was showing clips of him like training, he was yeah. already
1: pretty He's he's the best human. He's like a black widow level human. Right. This episode They go to visit Isaiah Bradley, which um, I think was very interesting. I had to look up all this. I did a deep dive on Isaiah Bradley um, afterward. In the... While Captain America was frozen, they experimented with... One of the darker sides of Marvel history is they experimented on African-American soldiers with the super soldier serum. Mm -hmm. And not all of them wanted it kind of deal, and they were just like guinea pigs for the test right uh, which definitely so he, has some when, historical analogs that they were yes, using out there. yes yes the i think it's the syphilis yeah, study Tuskegee. or something like that yeah um exactly
0: yeah i can't remember the full name
1: but uh yeah so this was this is the mcu's version of that and then his son is patriot who is one of the young avengers which i thought was cool so the guy the kid who opened the door i'm pretty sure that's his son so he could be hanging out with uh uh, little Hawkeye girl, uh, Kamala Khan, and Spider Man. Okay, so we got
0: we got our youth division yeah. of Avengers.
1: Yeah, we're getting, getting the young Avengers are are starting to assemble. Okay, um, which is very exciting. It's interesting that they didn't um, put
0: Rambo in there. Um,
1: uh, well, she's like an adult. I know, now.
0: but they could have timed it. Like they they had a control of whenever they wanted Captain Marvel to have been in there. They could have done a '90s thing. And then made her so she was the age of the young Avengers.
1: Yeah, but now there's. But what other young Avengers would have been around? Because all the ones that are going to be part of the team wouldn't have been alive back then. So we got. Yeah, I guess you would have Wiccan. had to do it in
0: like the early 2000s. Yeah,
1: well, still. Like we got. Now we have Wiccan Speed, Kamala Khan, the new Hawkeye, Kate Bishop,
0: um, Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man was probably uh, born in like what? Patriot. When was the first Spider-Man? 2016? So he would have been born in 2000. So... (laughs) So he would have been an Avenger at the age of five? Well, no, I'm saying that, like, she could have been... They could have put Captain Marvel at a time so that Rambo was coming of age during 2020.
1: Also, how soon do you think they need to make the Young Avengers movie for Tom Holland? Theoretically, and this is speculation. I don't know if this is actually the case. I assume... He would lead the Young Avengers. It does
0: seem that way, but he will start to get old.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so how soon do you think this movie needs to happen before? I think as long as
0: he's in his 20s, it's probably fine. Because
1: he's contracted to do another movie that isn't Spider-Man 3 with Marvel. And I assumed that was going to be the Young Avengers. That would be weird to kind of put him anywhere else. Yeah. Hmm. I would think um so i really like the isaiah bradley connection again this kind of it's a thought-provoking uh segue because you're thinking like oh again captain america like he's just and captain america himself he was doing the best he could like he he did his best to fight for everyone yeah that
0: is definitely the Um, line though that this show is walking because it wants to do all these things where it's like, well, but look at this, this part wasn't so good, but they're being very careful not to implicate Steve directly in any of these harms. Yeah. They want it to be which, like, I mean, he it, was, it was a harm that was, was happening around him that he didn't know about that whatever. Well, and
1: if you believe if you see his character arc, that's totally believable. He's frozen for 90 right. years and and then on top of that, he hydra like samuel jackson literally everything samuel jackson does is behind his back uh and hydra all that stuff and then basically toward the end so there's a sweet spot between 2014 and 2016 where you can argue steve rogers knows what's going on but then he is decidedly uh, a villain because of the sokovia accords so then he's on the run and not in the loop with everything the government's doing again yeah so i think they do a great job of him fighting for the good of man but also he is, he doesn't know what's going right. on. Um, so I think that's, this is a very appropriate way to toe the line. Um, so uh, yeah, Isaiah Bradley, that was a big part. Um, and they leave and, and get more uh,
0: he, uh, winter soldier gets arrested.
1: Oh, that's right. Or they were out in the streets. Yeah. And they got pulled um, over because
0: of yeah. them interacting. And that was also like a comment on race relations in America. Um, that they were yeah. pulled over at all. Um yep. and then yeah, so then they end up and so then they're they're in the uh with the therapy lady in like an interrogation room and they're sitting across oh, yeah. from each other. And there's a really weird moment where it's like there is a breakthrough between them. Mm-hmm. Where
1: uh Winter's if he was wrong right. about the shield, then he was wrong about me. Right.
0: And and then he storms off. And the therapy lady's like, well, that was useless. It's like, what are you talking about? There was a huge moment there where he connected he explicitly said something that he'd been hiding this whole time. Like that that fear. So I, I thought that was so weird. Like, why'd they have her say that? That makes no sense in the context. Do you think government
1: hired, like I figured her therapy, like she as a therapist, is the same thing as like a pro bono lawyer who's like. If you don't have an attorney, one will be appointed yeah. to you. If you don't have a therapist, one will be appointed Yeah,
0: that's not to pro you. bono, but that's yeah. That's kind
1: of how... Which, sorry, uh, I guess pro bono means free. Yeah. I'm not a lawyer. You are. That's why...
0: <laughs> it's like a public You're defender. here to help me
1: with all my... Yeah, that. A pro bono public defender. <laughs>
0: <laughs> public defenders get paid. Um,
1: uh, sure. Is that where you're You're uh, you're No. Heading? Public defending? I'm not headed. What are you going to... Where are you do you have a idea? Yet? Yeah,
0: I'm gonna do like really boring law is my goal, like
1: like wills and <laughs> estates. Oh, like uh elderly law or like like, yeah, like
0: real estate transactions, like that kind of thing, just where it's like okay. kind of whatever, but you make money. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that was a segment of jordan's law <laughs> yeah corner. the one where he sells out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cue, cue, cue the theme cue the theme uh corner 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 that was a good song why didn't we remix that remember when we did a song for that and then we'd like did it live mm-hmm. over this zoom and then you never made it a oh thing. well
0: you can't um, go back in time
1: not unless you're the avengers that's true which segues us back into this show all right and at the end of that episode they meet baron zemo who is locked up yes um what all right so what did you think of the therapy interaction aside from the pro bono therapist? i thought
0: there's the funny part like, like i thought that was good
1: are you having a staring contest yeah, like yeah that you, was all good or like the that? thing okay. with
0: their knees that was good yeah the scene yes is fine i did think that was just such a weird way to end it That that's kind of what was my takeaways this lady's like oblivious <laughs> uh-huh. in a way that she wasn't portrayed earlier um
1: oh well, you know public defenders public therapists yeah. well, the i get it i think it tracks therapists. pro bono public therapist um, um and so
0: then yeah so the end of this episode what was what's the big they go get baron zemo right from okay jail. so that's the big whoa thing in yeah. this episode
1: yeah which i've been waiting to see baron zemo my favorite villain arguably mm-hmm. um From the 2016 Civil War film that Jordan just thought was decent, Mm -hmm. which is my second favorite
0: uh, MCU movie of all time. Right. So now we're in episode three, and this one, this episode is really the Baron Zemo show. He's all over the place. You even see him with his mask. Boy, did I love it! And his cool collar, his pop collar, uh, his plain.
1: He had one of my top five MCU comedy lines. Do you know what I'm talking about? Hmm. I don't. Okay. Let's see. Falcon was like, "You've been secretly rich this whole time," and then he just dryly says, "My family was very wealthy until your friends blew up my country." <laughs> okay. That killed me. Yeah. I loved that line. I loved the delivery. I love Daniel Bruhl. I think he should have been it. Oh, he should have been somewhere in here all along. He's being very funny. I'm so in glad this he's role, back in the universe, which is
0: interesting. Yeah. Because his character has done some heinous stuff, which they they do kind of keep coming back to the fact that it's like he's bad but they're also keep making yeah. him so funny
1: <laughs> he's oh my god i love it i love and the zemo dance did you see uh there was all this like he he said in an interview this dance went on for like 30 minutes or something No, I haven't. uh or he it, he was like the whole filming of the scene took like 30 minutes and they just put like 15 minutes of my dancing so there was a hashtag trending on twitter release the zemo cut <laughs> of him dancing and now there is a large scene of him
0: dancing on youtube if you do want to watch it wow we'll see i probably I won't remember to do that <laughs> but i did enjoy that you know like that kind of humor about it i will say episode yeah. three was my least favorite episode so far
1: really yeah. i find that insane yeah. just because not only is it my favorite episode so far at that point because i i do think they've been getting better yeah. and today was spectacular Alright, you get Zemo, my villain that I've wanted mm-hmm. to come back for so long. You get uh I mean, I am interested I'm this is the only one where Falcon's not in his wingsuit.
0: Yeah. I mean that's okay, not so that's why I kinda, don't like it. Like the the <laughs> I figured that might be why you hate no, it. No, it's just this gets too spy action y for me. Which is, is uh, like Oh, Madripoor?
1: How beautiful did Madripoor yeah, look? Yeah, so I just like that was so I don't cool. Know.
0: I just was not in like and this is absolutely subjective taste stuff. It just turned into like spy, and then they're running around the city, and there's all these fights, and I'm just kind of like meh.
1: They're oh, what Sharon Carter came back, your favorite Avenger. Yeah, but <laughs> there's a
0: huge gunfight in the shipping yard, and then you come up with the the super guy soldier serum. Kill him, or Zemo kills him because he hates super soldiers. And it's all fine i don't know i just was like not nearly as into that episode as the others like it was just it was it was the kind of thing where the action to me becomes dull because it's just like you're
1: inundated oh, with it i just i also love the three of their chemistry like zemo falcon and winter soldier I, yeah just i think like, they're like, a pretty the, the phone call what about the phone call sequence where he's talking yeah. to his sister and he's trying to like that was pretty great yeah that was very fraser-esque there's there's a
0: bunch of good moments i mean it's not a bad episode of television i just don't like it nearly as much as wandavision and wandavision's humor like this is just like this is buddy cop humor and it's like that's fine i don't know wow
1: that's interesting we should do an episode of our top 10 funniest mcu lines because this i don't know if wandavision would have any of my top 10 funniest lines Mm as much as i love the show
0: yeah i don't know well because it's it's less quippy it's more meta and like the joke is the recreation physical humor kind of one it's the recreation of the other stuff that is the funny part so it's like it's very Mm. intertextual like the funniness depends on the awareness of those old sitcoms and a familiarity with them i think
1: i will say uh my cousin uh He's a freshman at JMU. Mm-hmm. I'll try and get him on the show because he's a Marvel fanatic. Um, but he... He loved WandaVision all the way through. And I was like, really? Because that's not like... People your age are not really into it until they see the Blip episode and then they're like, oh, now I get what's going yeah. on. And he doesn't, he doesn't have an attachment to sitcoms or young, yeah. like really much of that. So I was curious why he was so enamored by it. But he was just like the mystery right. and then all the dark... Stuff happening during those episodes, like the weird, like he's choking and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, no, and I, I love that. And you stuff don't know what's too. going on.
0: So, the, the, uh, I think though, the people that didn't like WandaVision are definitely way into this show. Because I feel like this show is yeah. doing all those things that people loved about Marvel that are the things that I don't love about Marvel, which is not <laughs> even things that I think Marvel shouldn't do. I think these are great things for Marvel to do. I'm just, when yeah. I see them, I'm like, okay. And I,
1: I think I love that there's so much diversity now. You can get a show like Wandavision simultaneously with Falcon Winter Soldier. It's two sides of the, of the yeah. World. And I think Loki
0: and, will be a little bit more back in my bag because it'll be a little bit more playing with the formula. This this does yeah. feel just like it's more Winter Soldier, like the, the movie, the Winter Which Soldier. Um, I am not opposed right, to. and it's just it's the, it's <laughs> even though that's the movie that really brought the MCU into being more of a critical darling, whereas before that it was just kind of superhero movies. I feel like that was the one that really turned the corner that people started mm-hmm. taking the MCU to be like, well, these are, yeah, they're popcorn movies, but they're actually pretty good. That is, to me, not yeah. the moment for the MCU that it ascended a little bit. When when
1: did it, with Guardians of the Galaxy, that's when it turned the corner?
0: Yeah, I guess so. I don't know if I was, I was trying to put, because that... Which was the same year, just four months later. Yeah. I guess that, it maybe is, because that's was their first, I'd say, big formula departure that's when like because because before then it had all been earth-based heroes i mean i guess thor's mm. not earth-based well, thor. but he's
1: most thor the dark world
0: yeah dark world and i <laughs> i'm actually uh, probably a bigger defender of dark world than a lot of people i i think uh people act like it's the I... worst movie in the mcu and i don't think so <laughs> um uh that's all a part of our rankings episode yeah. check it out um
1: So, speaking to... uh, You think people are more into this show who are more... Action-oriented, yeah. Yeah. So, I I also thought that because this had the highest premiere of any digital show on Disney+, and it broke some, like, launch day streaming records, for Mm -hmm. sure. However, I looked at the IMDb episodes where WandaVision, the first three before you get the blip episode, they're all below eight. Mm -hmm. So, on IMDb, like anything above 8.5 is pretty good but anything below like anything below 6 is bad and then 6 to 8.5 is Mm -hmm. average uh and i these numbers for this show are very interesting because the first one's a 7.9 second one's an 8 third one is an 8.2 and then today's episode was a 9.1 yeah and wandavision was below sevens, and then pretty consistently, almost for the rest of the show run, was above an eight point five.
0: Mm. And it's which, funny because I, I, again, like I dipped toward the end of Wandavision, but me and the I, regular well, MCU so the, fans are a little bit out of step with each other.
1: The lowest rated episode is the finale, aside from those first mm. three. So the 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 highest rated are the where uh, X Men Pietro shows yeah. up. That has the highest rating. And then the one ap- after that, the Halloween episode. Interesting. Where Vish- Vision, those are the two highest. Which, yes, is interesting. And then the unveil of Agatha all along, I think, was also Right, because I
0: think people like it when the magic trick is revealed. And one of these things, mm-hmm. like, the mystery is done. But then the problem is that is you have to finish the show up anyway with the mystery over. And I yeah. think it loses some steam because of that.
1: I do think people were butthurt that... All of their predictions and Doctor Strange wasn't yeah. in it. Kind of deal. I hate
0: like... that. I hate it when people bring their own <laughs> expectations to something and then that's yeah. what ruins it for them. It's like, it's your fault. Go in just being like, well, I wonder what this will be. Whatever this is, I'll just... I don't know. Like I, I'm, I love going into stuff blind. And so mm-hmm. I don't expect the things that I've pretended in my head to happen on screen. And so it doesn't bother me uh. when they don't happen. But I do think a lot of people aren't like that. <laughs>
1: And the crazy, I agree with you 100%. The crazy thing about that culture is that is what created the Snyder Cut. And now we have a movie that I think if it was released in 2016, uh, you haven't watched the Snyder Cut yet, have you? I
0: started to watch it, and then I was like, this is so long. (laughs) (laughs) It is four hours. I trust that it is better, but I also, I don't know if I have the stamina to really see it for myself. I would
1: be surprised. I would be surprised if you were able to watch the yeah. whole thing. Uh, I love superhero movies, and I had to take a nap halfway yeah. through. Uh, but this... Um, <laughs> I'm just think like, these fans are, like, all over the internet. Like, the Snyder Cut happened. This is what happens, like, when you complain until your dreams come <laughs> true. You get what you want. But I feel like these people would have majority of the world would have thought this movie was dog shit if one they didn't get the shitty joss whedon justice league yeah and then it immediately followed batman versus superman a year later i think the only thing this movie has going for it is there is a shittier <laughs> version of the movie that got made and also it's been four years of people just complaining right. and then their complaints actually following well, the thing
0: through. with the, these type of people like the people that are begging for the snyder cut is that they're and the reason they hated the first one so bad is that it's all expectations. Like, they're disappointed because yeah. they jack their expectations way high until they're undeliverable, and then they get disappointed. And then, so this is like, so then their expectations are low. And this went above their expectations, so it's wonderful. So it seems to be like completely dependent on where they are going into a thing. We, I just don't get that mentality
1: because everything Marvel releases is great, and there's always something enjoyable about it. Yeah, And I don't, I don't, I get my expectations up every time and they always
0: deliver. <laughs> See, my, I, my secret is I keep my expectations low. So I'm pleasantly surprised by the good stuff uh, that happens.
1: Like Bruce Banner. You're always
0: angry. Yeah. I'm, I'm, or I, I, I'm always prepared to be disappointed. <laughs> and then when I'm not
1: disappointed, I'm pleased. A sad emo Bruce Banner. <laughs> um, okay so episode three i guess have we wrapped up pretty much uh well we've
0: so yeah and this just has like i felt like some classic marvelisms and and that like there were some shots that i think were so there's like that shot of them on the bridge and they're just walking across the bridge in the middle of the road oh to matripoor yeah, yeah that was awesome yeah but what what's that bridge for like no one else drives on that bridge that's just an empty it's, bridge that they can it's night time it's a very night-heavy city, it seems like. There's a lot of nightlife. It seems like a lot of people will be going to and from there He also in the wee small that
1: hours. It, he also mentioned that it was, you know, like Pirate Kingdom or whatever. I feel like... Oh, and they don't have
0: you, cars? Then why didn't they build the bridge?
1: No. no I think <laughs> yeah. you're... Uh, you're uh, I think your defense is incorrect because my argument uh-huh. is that it's just full of crime and people are hesitant to drive there on the reg. Like you're not going to get people vacationing in Madripoor because it's such a high crime city. You might get people leaving, but they probably don't have cars because they got them stolen because it's such a high crime city. So that's why there's no cars. But what on are the they bridge. doing
0: with the cars that they stole if not driving them? They're not driving. They're hanging. The people who have
1: the cars in Madripoor live in Madripoor. I have no reason to leave. So
0: cars only enter. That's why there's like ten cars cars per capita. Cars only enter. Nobody leaves. (laughs) You only leave on foot. To me, my thought watching that scene is like, wow, this looks really cool, and this doesn't make a lot of sense. Which I feel like is is more of an old Marvel thing. Like I think they've gotten a little bit better about like being a little bit more coherent. Like this is like this like if you draw this on a storyboard, it's like that's cool, and I don't disagree. (laughs) It looks cool, but it's also like, what's happening here? and and i this is not like a it's not like this scene but it's just like there's other stuff that happens around this episode where it's just like i don't know i feel like i'm in marvel six years ago
1: oh man i am i'm still loving it i i think i'm just because they're doing all the the subplots with the the other heroes too or the, like the the forgotten by history and they, the villains, like you kind of sympathize, especially Sam with episode four. Like he's starting to understand where they're coming yes. from. Yes. And, and um, okay,
0: so let's get to episode four.
1: Hold on. Well, end of episode three, okay. Wakanda lady shows up. Right. Of the Dora Mirage, or uh, I'm going to butcher that. What is that called? I uh, can't. Okay.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Wakanda King's Guard name. Let's just call it the Wakanda's King Guard.
1: Okay. I think uh, that'll be easier for us. Yeah, Wakanda Royal. Oh, the Dora Malashi. Mil- Dormalage. Okay, that's not bad. Dormalage. or Kingsguard, whatever you feel like calling. Yeah, she shows up, and that was, I totally, and I remember that she was in Civil War. Like she's the first um, Kingsguard that you see. Okay, in so Civil I didn't War. know
0: because she also does look. I mean, kind of just because. If you I mean, they all have heads. the same yeah.
1: look because they're shaved heads yeah. and they carry spears so and they, they have the same exact same uniform. uniform. Yeah, exact same uniform. Like that's Hard like, like the point. The it's it's
0: like the. I mean any honor guard like they yeah. they have like uniformity it's like everyone has to be this height and they have to have the yeah. exact same uniform and they're clean shaven and they and all like...
1: wear they all wear those crazy hats over in england
0: yeah that that yeah. is a a universal uh aspect of a king's guard is it's supposed to be like this impenetrable identical yeah like force of like the secret surface is kind of like that too it's like a bunch of guys with suits with and, tharp- sunglasses. and sunglasses sunglasses yeah. and those little ear things
1: Although those, I feel like you can tell them apart easier. Maybe well, because you can
0: see their hair. I feel like the hair is really about changing. Yeah, what the hair. If if that's they, why the hats change it up. They need and to be then... like Hitman from those yeah, video Yeah, all
1: shaved. With barcodes. Yeah, Jason Statham. Barcodes. Um, Yeah, so she showed up, and I was like, oh boy, Wakanda's getting in on this. Mm-hmm. I love that. So And, of
0: course, for Zemo because he did yeah. the terrorism yeah
1: he he did terrorism against Wakanda. I love that sub subplot. So I was very excited for today's episode. Um, but I overall after episode three, I am more enamored by the show than ever because all of the things that you just described of being ambivalent toward,
0: I loved. I, I will uh, also say after having watched episode four, and this is not going to be a comment on episode four, but a lot of mm-hmm. stuff from episode one seems very yeah. far away, like that yeah. that date and the other the the man that he's sister and it's like
1: the 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 house or the boathouse or the houseboat or what yeah whatever the family's
0: selling well and then the the winter soldier's friend guy whose son died mysteriously like all of these things have is like when are those gonna come back in i i
1: am curious i mean yeah that's did they? Was that just kind of a setup, like a fake thing? Like uh, Ralph Boner in WandaVision? Like we were expecting one thing and then...
0: I expected to come back in some sort of capacity. Or at least at the I... at the very end, maybe the Winter Soldier will just show up and that girl will be there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, how's your weekend? <laughs> he's like, busy.
1: No, uh, <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I think it would be more the Winter Soldier shows up to the old man. Yeah. Like he's finally at peace with the crimes he's committed. And he's like, he I killed it. your son. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> and then... Uh, they kind of go on. That was um, very much not
0: a bro move of mine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My b dog. Yeah. Um, episode four like starts off. They're in Wakanda. This is amazing. I because there's so much. Like he was in there. He was in Wakanda for like two years. Granted, he was frozen for a lot of it. Yeah. But I love that they did that little uh, exchange between. And oh, I did not know wonder if she what what is her name? Did they say her name? I do not recall. Okay, cuz Okoye is the main one. Yeah.
0: I don't think this is worth looking up. Okay. Yeah. I think they're... we all know there's the leader of the King's Guard who is addressing yeah. him, who has a history yeah. with him, who helped him break uh his mind control. And she is also I did not she's in four movies.
1: She's in Endgame, Infinity War, Civil War, and Black Panther. That makes sense that she would have been in Infinity War during that sequence. But that's that's wild that this character hasn't really uh, like Okoye is who I think of when I think right. of the King's Guard. Well, and I think like, that's the
0: problem. is I don't think you can have multiple characters. Like I think one of them would have to leave to become a more fleshed sure. out character. Just because it's like a audience problem that if you have identical characters, it's going to be hard for the audience to keep them straight. Yeah, that's true. Um Yeah, I I
1: mean, I do like that they this character, like it's not just a random person from Wakanda. She has been right. in she has been around for years. And
0: that's the whole point of these Disney Plus shows is to bring in the yeah. side characters that have not had a chance to really be a full thing in any of the movies to thrive. Yeah, So it's it, yeah. this is a perfect time to utilize like this kind of character. Yes, agreed.
1: Um so the wakanda thing and he's like finally getting over his uh whatever the the manipulation the code words that turn him into a secret super soldier Mm -hmm. um and i guess they just did that with wakanda science um i think they do say that in the episode yeah i mean it was almost just like therapy too it looked like yeah um but yeah watching him cry like he's finally over it like that was that was a cool sequence Mm -hmm. i like that yeah and so Um, then well also we i guess we didn't really touch on in the last episode uh the new captain america goes around hitting a whole bunch of dead ends and he doesn't really succeed and then he's kind of like all right you guys better stay out of my way and then that's when you're like all right this guy is turning into
0: an asshole yeah he's very high strung and he's very stressed out that he's trying to live up to these expectations that he couldn't possibly live up to (laughs) <laughs> um so so like there, so there's some that, relatable elements in there but it is kind of like you know his heel turn is coming so mm-hmm. true um uh, barnes persuades Ayo,
1: i think that's her name a y o yeah Ayo. to not get zemo immediately yes to, so they get eight hours which i also liked because that, that puts like a sense of urgency on everything they're doing yeah for this episode yeah I like
0: that. I also just like, Zemo's not scared during any of this. Like, he's super chill. Well, he's very um, practical. It's like, well, what can I do? It's like, yeah, being panicked right now isn't going to help me, so let's see what I can just wait and see if there's any opportunity. If there is, I'll take it. If not, I guess I, I'm fucked.
1: <laughs> I, I don't understand how someone can be my favorite villain, and he's just so not even on your radar, like, episode three or... Where does he stack up for you? Like do you like this character?
0: I do like Is this he top character. half. Oh, okay. I like this character. He... And I liked his role in episode 3. Episode 3 was just like too much for me. Oh, I see. It was busy um, and I was like, meh. Whereas this one it like opened up a little bit more. Still big things happen, but it just I don't know, it had more space. I I just don't think I like like that kind of I don't know. It's a very classic James Bond type thing to do to have like a nightclub scene with a mm-hmm. bunch of people and it's chaotic and the action's like the scene's really loud and it's like you're trying to follow it or whatever, but it's intentionally disorienting. All mm-hmm. fine things to do. I don't really like them. <laughs> Fair enough. Um,
1: So this episode starts, she leaves and
0: they go do their mission. Mm hmm. Um, and oh and she uh, gets into some car at the end of episode three the not her sorry different woman the the sharon carter yes what was that about
1: i don't think they've revealed it yet right but but it's
0: supposed to be like maybe she has a
1: connection to the power broker is the idea yeah yeah i think they're gonna set up something and i i wasn't sure if she was gonna like I, I, yeah that makes more sense I was unsure if it was going to be like her own kind of spin off into a universe type thing
0: I was thinking she's something. just going to be an agent for the power broker now and so the fact that Sam and because Sam asked her for another favor but it's only I think mm-hmm. going to help the power broker track down uh, this uh, the super girl and I wonder yeah. if her death is actually going to end up being tragic because it's going to like the power broker is going to do it and it's going to be mm-hmm. kind of like the sequence today where Sam is interviewing her. And this is probably the main thing we'll talk about, except for maybe the end of this episode. We'll have to come mm-hmm. back for the discussion between her and Sam. Um, yeah. But like how she started to turn there. I wonder if there'll yeah. be another sequence like that later on where she starts to turn, see the error of her ways. And then the power broker kills her like before yeah. she can be redeemed. Basically. I could see that being a thing that happens in episode five or six.
1: Have they revealed the power broker? I, no. I, I'm unfamiliar with this title. I, guess i've just heard it in passing and i have not really assessed that he is he's the one in charge
0: uh see some in and the he's like the king boss of madrigal
1: madripoor. madripoor madrigal is the is the company in breaking bad where they sneak in the meth
0: it's also i think of like a fantasy something madrigal is it not maybe
1: i don't know i know it from breaking bad um do you think that that character is someone we know?
0: Mm, it could be, or it could just be like they need a a ominous big bad to oppose. Because really, the fight, uh, Madrigal is a type of song for several voices during the Renaissance. <laughs> so it's like some sort of acapella thing. Anyway, uh, I think they need someone to square off against her because... Falcon and Winter Soldier are going to end up squaring off against Captain America.
1: Yeah. So you think Sharon Carter is going to fight the Power Broker, who could
0: be... No, no. Sharon Carter's working with the Power Broker, I think. Oh, I see. And they're, they're going okay. to be killing the leader Supergirl. I do um, admire that you've
1: paid this much attention to follow a plot line that I just kind of went over my head. Well, but they keep um,
0: talking about the Power Broker and how she's coming no, to kill I, I this keep... girl.
1: I keep saying, uh, "Madani," like is the name of the girl. Yeah, okay. I'm fairly certain. Um, but I, yeah, I. That's interesting. Maybe they did last week. They talked about it more, and I just was not. Yeah, I forgot about it. Um, power broker. I don't remember that being mentioned today.
0: It it um, was when they were they were up in the courtyard. It was the three of them talking. Three of the uh, other strong, super yeah. super people. They were talking about like yes. this: the power broker is going to come for you. What are you gonna do? And they're like, "I'll handle the power broker. You handle uh, Sam or whatever."
1: Oh wait, but that I thought they were talking about who was going to kill Captain America.
0: Yeah, they were talking they about not? that too. But the power oh, broker okay. was also part of that conversation.
1: Wow, this is this has gone over my head this whole time. I do find that I'm like very excited to watch it early on, and WandaVision was a bit more fun and silly and whimsical, yeah. and this, there are a lot of like plot points. Right. And
0: that's, it's that's a lot heavy. That's something that spy movies do. They're just like plot machines. Whereas I'm more yeah. of a character guy. And I think, sure. I think in a plot machine, characters can get lost sometime. I think this, and that's, and that's why I think the, this episode was better because you get the funeral sequence and then Sam comes mm-hmm. down and talks to her. And then it's finally yeah. some like more character moment. And I think that's what I didn't like about episode three is there was not a lot of character in episode three. That was just plot, 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 plot.
1: Okay. Um and I do rewatch these, as you know, quite frequently. So this will come up in my rotation probably next few months or so, and I'll just rewatch it then. Yeah. Which will be delightful. Um Okay, so uh I'm trying to think, is there anything that happens before the Kingsguard shows up and there's the fight between Captain America? Oh, wait, um, is,
0: is the is the funeral not before that?
1: No, the funeral is. We do need to talk about the funeral. Okay. And, but is there anything before the funeral?
0: There's. I mean, there's a sequence is. where you see Zemo handing out candy to children to get secrets. Yeah, meanwhile, that was meanwhile cool. the, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier just walk around like, Hey, someone tell us about your secret stuff. Let me know about your secrets. And they're like, well, we didn't get any secrets that way. And Zemo is just like, here, I gave candy to a kid. Now I know what's up.
1: Yeah, he's a smart guy. Um, what would you, I mean, how would you have approached that the same way? Like Zemo, giving candy to children? I would have
0: definitely been more subtle than, I don't know if I would have gone candy for children because that's a bad look in general.
1: Yeah. Well, no, that's what villains do, but he clearly doesn't care what people think of that's them. That's
0: true. But I would. I would have gone somewhere
1: I- between <laughs> the two, I guess. Also, he's singing that children's yeah. nursery rhyme, and you're just like, he's clearly a villain. But I guess kids wouldn't know that; they just recognize the song. Yeah. Whereas, if any adult saw that, they would be like, "Stay the fuck away from yeah, my children."
0: Yeah. I, I don't know where he's... he parked his van, but it's around here, and he <laughs> wants you in it.
1: You <laughs> oh, I love this character as the, just the way he is playing this. Yeah. is so
0: interesting. Um. So anyway, yeah. So um, then there's the funeral, and there's the there's funeral discussion between Sam who is a therapist, yeah. who's dealt with a bunch of grief and that kind of stuff before, talking yeah. to, what would you say her name was? Madani? Madani, yeah. Madani. Um, and so then you get a little bit more of her sympathies because Sam is, is coming, like, you know, talking to her in a very understanding way. It's like, yes, there is injustice here, but the way that you are tackling this injustice is not going to be fruitful for your movement. Uh-huh. Meanwhile... Captain America is sitting in the background, and this is, like, where you really start to get frustrated with Captain America. Like, he's just...
1: This is a total Star-Lord move. Yes. He's like, Because Sam is
0: doing, like, he's actually pulling it off, and then this guy's like, "Mm, maybe I'll just go wreck everything like an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like a good plan.
1: Well, I mean, and we, the viewers, see what's happening in there, and we're like, oh, Sam's killing it right now. This was the move. This was the best possible decision that the whole team could have made. Yeah. But, and even Bucky, like, because he's like, let me buy Bucky. And Bucky's like, no, 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 you stay here. <laughs> and then he's like, well, what if he's being murdered right now? And Bucky does think, like, what if he is being murdered right now? You know what they could
0: have done, so, though? Given that Sam is very high tech. Could have bugged him. Put a little microphone. Oh, that He'd Like, I like mean, there's no sort of checking going on. He could have just called on the cell phone, put himself on speaker, put it in his pocket before he walked in. They could have just listened over at&t
1: <laughs> i mean if the well one might not have had service two if the girl did find the phone that might be bad for his plan i think sam wanted he was confident that the plan was going to go according to plan and he wouldn't need any backup or any help or i know but he was, he was
0: overconfident in the fact that these other people could sit on their hands for 20 goddamn minutes correct correct
1: <laughs> that was his downfall that uh, that was his biggest mistake. Yeah, but I but think this Bucky would have Bucky would have held it out if it wasn't for, what's his or Walker just being like, hey, let's let's go in there and like let's ruffle some
0: feathers. Yeah, but I think this is I want results. Uh, wow, I keep forgetting her name. Madani. Madani. Uh, Morgan Morganthau, Let me make sure that that
1: I'm pretty sure that's her name because I remember it because it's the same as a Punisher character.
0: But Madani, uh, I think this is her best scene so far. I think the rest of their movement has been kind of like, like I get that they're frustrated by the, you know, the re, uh, I can't remember the acronym, but the resettlement, uh, Mm. whatever it was, the resettlement group or whatever, and like the injustices with people getting kicked out of places they've been invited into. And now everyone, their standard of living has gone way down. And they've become basically refugees because of these things beyond their control. And I think this scene did a good job kind of humanizing her. And then, of course, then throwing a spoke or a, you know, ruining that same okay. development that had been making and just being a whole betrayal kind of thing. Yeah. So I thought that was okay. good. And then now we can talk about your scene with the fight in the apartment with the.
1: Okay. Uh, yes, I was just looking up Sorry, uh, it was not Madani is another character But I'm pretty sure she's also in the show This is Carly Morgenthau Okay, I thought it was Carly yes. Car. And in the comics The character is Carl Morgenthau So I think they made her a uh, woman in this show Which is pretty cool Yeah,
0: well that that's good uh, Because I about. have been thinking that This show is a little bit of a boys club On the hero side Yeah Like when it was Captain America Battlestar uh, Yep Falcon, Zemo, and the Winter Soldier all walking around. I was like, this "Is only boys? <laughs> Why didn't they make Battlestar like a woman? They could have done that."
1: Uh, I, well, Battlestar I think is like a comic book character. So like, is Carl. And, what is no, it like? but like not like Morgenthau is like less of a. I mean, he's not like a Thanos level. I think Battlestar actually has like several comics
0: named after him.
1: They're kind still of they
0: they. I mean, you can change the gender of characters. Captain Marvel was originally a man, wasn't he? And then they turned it to no, a woman at some point.
1: N- no, I'm pretty sure Captain Marvel. I mean, Marvel was like the iteration of Captain Marvel that Brie Larson is has always been a thing. But there was like mm. she did get her powers from Marvel. Well,
0: there's definitely been gender switches of prominent superhero characters in the past in comics. Sure. The, but, to such an extent that Battlestar would not be the biggest gender switch that ever happened in comic book h- history. I guess, but maybe in the MCU it may be. Hmm. Could have sworn at some Can't point in a... comic history.
1: In comic books they do it a lot, yes. Yeah. But I don't think that's, that's transferred
0: to the screen yet. Hmm. Well, in any um, case, I think they could have done anyway, with another female character in that main group that we've yeah. been seeing.
1: Well, and I like, I think... Uh, the Carly character's doing really cool, just, again, like, she's relatable, kind of. Like, there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Um. All
0: right, so let's talk geez. about this
1: fight. All right, this fight sequence was so dope.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and the I guess the main takeaway of the fight sequence is one, Zemo gets away, and two, yep. Captain America feels super weak because he loses again, <laughs> and this time it's not even to super soldiers.
1: Oh, we didn't mention he stole the... Uh, Serum earlier right. in this episode. He
0: also says and, something kind of racist to the Wakanda people. Uh, did he? Well, he he I said saw he, him. they come in with their spears and he calls them like pointy sticks, which is kind oh, of. I thought I didn't. I thought that was just a like he.
1: Oh, he's an idiot. Like he doesn't. I, I know. think it's
0: kind of racist because it's, it's. You think it was intentional? Yeah, I think it, it's. Uh, well, uh. What's the word for this? Like disparaging, but like in a patronizing kind of way he's like oh look oh, at your okay. little pointy sticks oh, gotcha and, and it's like and then, like so he kind of he he brought this one on himself um, yeah well and then also
1: they mentioned several times throughout the lore like don't touch their if they touch the king or like uh, okoye says in black panther like if he puts his hand on you one more time i will break it off yeah like and then he touches her which mistake yeah and then he just gets absolutely destroyed yeah. and i love that ah uh, that whole sequence also i i forgot to mention another laugh out loud moment for me was when they were explaining to see Z- or Zima was explaining how these policies in place created avengers and nazis it's like hey don't or falcon says hey don't say that about our friends and then bucky says not the nazis the avengers yeah. <laughs> i thought that was very funny
0: and as someone who fought um,
1: nazis i guess he's the character to say it
0: yeah that's
1: oh i love this show um and then this fight sequence like they're bucky and sam are just letting this guy get his ass kicked early on yeah and then
0: he uh they're like we don't want him for... to be killed basically so they step yeah. in so that he doesn't die
1: but before that there, bucky also has another great line where he's just like walker like asks for help or something he's like you're doing a great job like getting his ass kicked there's something yeah. along those lines i, don't I think he calls him johnny
0: okay you're doing great johnny yeah okay
1: um if neither of those things happened that would be pretty funny (laughs) we just created a line of dialogue that was not in this show um Um, but then Battlestar gets involved and then they start hurting like the king's guard starts whooping the ass and then sam and bucky like all right let's just calm down and then they step in zemo escapes through the bathroom um they do that thing with winter soldier's arm because that would be a pretty fair fight winter soldier versus a king's guard yeah I think he could uh, take Kingsguard King's an Guard normally.
0: I mean, they're, they're yeah, super sure. talented fighters, but they're still not superhuman.
1: And he yeah. is. No, I think that would be a very fair fight, whereas Sam Wilson, without his wings, probably going to lose to King's Guard. Yeah. Everyone else in this room is going to lose to the King's Guard. Bucky stands a chance. Yeah. Um, So I I love that power, power dynamic. I love how these characters were in it. I love how we got to see Wakanda earlier on. Um, so then... And also the title of the episode was The Whole World is Watching. Yeah. And I was just like, something crazy is going to happen yep. here. Which, that is the line in Black Panther when he chases down uh, Ulysses Clave And he's in, they're in Korea and he's about to murder him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every breath that I give you is mercy. And then everyone's taking a picture and Okoye says, the whole world is watching. Yeah, We have to take him back. That's also Osaka.
0: just like a classic protest chant. With police brutality uh, stuff, I think.
1: I'm pretty sure that it came from Marvel. So, um, let's not give other people credit <laughs> for Marvel's things. Uh, so, let's see. He takes the serum because he is beaten to shit again. Right, and, and now then, they're
0: going after the super soldiers yet again because now they're having a meeting just between Falcon, who's now uniformed up, and Winter Soldier. Go to talk yes. to Carly. Yep. And... uh that conversation and isn't fruitful because well, he gets a little walkie talkie. Well, it's supposed to be,
1: it was supposed to be like a distraction the whole time. Right. So they could kill Walker. Right. That yeah. was my, yeah. Okay. So, which is weird that she said, come alone. Cause that did make me think that she wanted to have a talk. But if you want to distract them and get both of those guys away, you say, bring Bucky. Yeah. Bring a, be- bring backup. And then obviously your backup will be Bucky.
0: Right. Hmm.
1: Uh, so, but he doesn't get yeah, killed was... because he now has taken super serum correct, so they yeah, they're he is fighting all the other super soldiers um and Battlestar is wounded in action
0: um will kill, and you yeah, do you think he's dead i I could see them making have, having him wake up to like be revealed that everything's ruined, but I also think he might just be dead
1: i thought that this well i mean battlestar is like a main unless they turn someone else into battlestar down the line but he mm. is like a comic book character um so that would be interesting and not that they have not killed off successful comic book characters in the past immediately like quicksilver yeah um but this this whole sequence really reminded me of tony stark and war machine in civil war when vision shot war machine out of the sky and he's falling yeah. and he's trying to catch him Um, like your boy has just been destroyed and you're just really angry
0: at the other side. Right. So all the frustration piles up and then this guy dies. And so then captain America is out for blood. Yeah. And they are trying
1: to stop him, but he gets out to the plaza where a whole bunch of people film him fight. Yeah, as soon as he's out, soldier. it's like,
0: this is about to go so bad. And then it shows yeah. him, like, it's you, you see him walk down the street, and then the street opens up into that plaza. I'm like, he's about to murder this yeah. guy, and there it's going to be, the, like, a news <laughs> event or whatever. The thing that's interesting... I did not
1: think he was going to murder him. I thought it was just going to be, I thought it was, like, yeah,
0: he was going to beat the crap out of him. And the yeah, guy looked very VR. much not like an evil person, based yeah. on... Like, cause he didn't have a mask or anything. Like, if he'd had a mask yep. with a hand on it, maybe they could have. Yeah, it wouldn't have looked as bad. But clearly, that wasn't it. And also, this guy put up no fight as soon as he got into the squ- yep. square. It was just like, yeah. uh oh, this is gonna look. This is yeah. going to play Brutality. so terrible.
1: Um, yeah, the final shot with the blood on the shield yeah. was so good. But the thing
0: that I'm wondering about, and I hope the next episode starts with this, because I'd hate to see uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, because because they were Captain America's. You know sidekicks before and i think in a way yeah. that would be famous worldwide so the fact sure. that they, they are in the same square because they just run up to him and he's doing this thing it looks like they're mm-hmm. supporting him like if you didn't know and you just see these three people together it's like oh i guess captain america still has the same sidekicks even though he's a new guy huh. and they're here yeah. watching him kill this guy so hopefully at the beginning of next episode it's them being like captain america drop your shield like, we're arresting yeah. you, basically. Because if they don't yeah. act on this immediately, like the footage is them looking like they're basically still his sidekick, which would be a very that's, bad uh, that is thing a, to share the world.
1: Yeah, that's a very astute observation. So I, 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 I did not think of that.
0: And, and I just don't know whether the next episode will pick up immediately, or will it do that thing where it's like, the next day... And they're dealing with the fallout. It could start in either one of those. I hope it starts in the same spot so we can see them be like, no, you you have to come with us now. And then there's like a fight between Captain America and Bucky and Falcon. In the middle of that square, people scatter or whatever. And then there's Mm -hmm. a whole big rigmarole at the beginning of episode five. And then he probably gets away somehow. Maybe with Zemo's help, because Zemo's disappeared. mm -hmm. (laughs) I can see that being the case because we need someone to bail him out
1: well and also theoretically in the comics um both of these characters are part of ross's the thunderbolts the government or Ascension avengers or whatever or maybe not government like they're kind of the anti-avengers
0: yeah kind of deal
1: so if they do connect at some point zemo and walker that would be halfway to making the team
0: well there you go
1: which would be very interesting
0: um so, but yeah, that's definitely I why this, this is episode. rated so high. Is that last moment? Yeah, is a gut yeah, punch. That, very un MCU to be that brutal. Yeah,
1: they he murdered with him, the shield, like, with the symbol with the of sh- righteousness. Yeah, the yeah, Captain America that
0: was, like has carried through all these films that has been like the iconic thing. He murdered someone yeah. with the very thing that Steve Rogers held. Like that's wild. I almost think. Like, it, it makes for good television. But it's so yeah. funny because, like, there is a part of me that's, like, kind of saddened that that has happened to the symbol. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's all but, fiction. I'm still just like, oh, but that <laughs> was like the good guy shield. Don't do well, it. The good yeah, guy's Steve shield.
1: Rogers is, is your boy. Yeah. So I get your attachment. Even to though I his... don't like his
0: movies as much. Because <laughs> they're all spy movies. And I'm just like, eh. Uh,
1: I, well, d- and do you think, like... How many people do you think are just going to watch the movies and not watch, not deal with any of the TV shows? And then they won't know that that happened to The Shield and they'll just see Falcon with it. And they're like, oh, this makes sense because he gave it to him at the end of
0: Endgame. Mm. I would imagine they're retaining a surprisingly high amount of the viewership into these shows because just people don't have that much to do right now. Well, that's true. And so I think you probably have like if they just done this in a normal year. I think you'd have like 25% of the audience or whatever is watching these. But right now I bet it's yeah. 50% plus because people just don't have that much content. So this is what they're watching.
1: I've watched Tiger King too many times. They got to go for something else. Yeah.
0: But so I need to do a rating and okay. we got
1: to wrap up. Uh, and you liked this episode. It sounds yes. like more than the other one.
0: I'm still going to give this overall batch of
1: 1.5. Okay. So, so far the show is a three. Meaning the highest score the show can get is a five. Right. Interesting.
0: But I think a three out of four isn't bad for the experience I've had with it. Like, I think that's about right.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, the only problem, the flaw with this rating system is I can, if the first four suck and the last two are great, I've sold myself, I've sh- given away my half of my points mm-hmm. or two thirds of my points, which is, that's why I'm just going to keep rating everything two until the last one. And then I'm like, all right. And this is kind of how I view the show overall. Yeah,
0: but I mean, I think I still have quite a bit of flexibility going into the last one because it can either be a five, yeah. which is a very high mark, or I can give it a three if I really hate it. <laughs> if they really botch it. Give it.
1: But you can't give it a 5.5. 5. Do you think that this show won't warrant a 5.5? Yes.
0: For <laughs> oh, me. Wow. wow. Because like, cause, like yeah. we've talked about, like some of the things this show does are just fundamentally yeah. different than the kind of things that WandaVision does and I just prefer those WandaVision things. It
1: what if the next episode is Bucky a and Sam like Yeah, in I Love Lucy, <laughs> like it's just the two of them doing a Dick Van Dyke show for 50 minutes.
0: Uh I guess I would still be pretty disappointed cuz they have just done that <laughs> in another show. I would I I guess I'd be so bamboozled by Just the absolute gall of them to go back to that so quickly. (laughs) It's like, is this going to be an every MCU thing now? (laughs) There's always a Dick Van Dyke moment.
1: Okay. So I guess that wouldn't win you
0: extra points. No, It has to be a new original creative thing every time. What if like,
1: all right, but what if like, there's a really great, what if like PT Anderson directs the next episode?
0: It still doesn't mean the whole series was worth a six. I could give a two out of two for the last two episodes would still be glowing endorsement for the entire series as I give it a five yeah, out of six.
1: I guess. I mean, anything below a five just seems so low. <laughs> even though even though I have given it before. Didn't I give it's Civil like, War like an, a
0: four and a half? Yeah. Or just a four. And I,
1: can't, I still can't sleep because of that rating. I think you gave it four and yeah. a half. I don't know I, the re-rank change. I don't
0: want to, you know, predict the future. But if this gets a four and a half, that would not shock me. <laughs> Oh man. This episode is good, but like the episode three, I just, I was not as happy of a camper in. (laughs)
1: Um, so I have, it's, it's a four so far for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is a, uh, sorry, I'm pulling up. I wanted to see if we could find our scores. Um, and I thought I had them on a spreadsheet,
0: but maybe Who? not. Maybe I have, just have no idea opens. the Avengers I gave last time. I assume Bruce yeah, Banner was no. one of them, but I need a half again. Wait, can I just change it to three Avengers now?
1: Uh, I, Well, instead of... Well, don't you want to do Ant-Man and Wasp? Or is that... that's She's thirds. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. I guess you can use... We, I can't believe we don't have another half Avenger. That seems... Well, because
0: normally there's point. only you're giving one score so there's only going to be one number well, yeah one i'm fraction. just
1: also assuming that i'm also assuming that there's only one half star in any of your ratings
0: yeah typically that's the case uh, <laughs> uh but here i'm just gonna hmm. do three avengers that, that makes sense okay i
1: i guess if you you're just so you're removing bruce banner from the table or
0: i'm i'm sizing him up it could just be okay. hulk now okay all right, that makes more sense because Bruce Banner was already. But who the is Taylor my other Avenger?
1: Hulk, still.
0: I have no I have idea. No uh, idea. Uh,
1: it's but what are the odds? Like last time, you choose the same ones that you chose yeah, previously. I'll do. It seems unlikely. Hulk,
0: Black Widow. Okay.
1: And Captain Marvel. Why is she there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably exactly what you said last <laughs> episode, and somebody, li- somebody listening back to back, is like, man, like, this oh, guy did stupid. it again. That idiot. <laughs> oh he's so dumb so dumb
0: alright we gotta wrap um, this sucker up this is a, yeah, a long I, one we haven't done one this oh, long like, in a minute hey did we have a great time though yeah. wasn't this fun think about all the things we've learned
1: think about all of the we've things we've talked we about learned. the
0: Beatles we've talked about, about King
1: Kong and Godzilla about the Fast and Furious Transformers Kong we've universe, talked about
0: In Too the Deep crossover. the new version we, Pop <laughs> and the old Driver's version Driver's License and by by Olivia and
1: you all these things and more have been found and heard on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast Marvel sucks versus No It Doesn't And
0: I have been Jordan Peoples and Marvel has sucked.
1: <laughs> I actually don't think I said my line at the beginning. I think I segued on it and I never got back to it. But Marvel doesn't suck. I'm Cade Weiberg. And Marvel doesn't suck. That's it. Alright. The end.